each one of us wants to feel loved. We seek a partner. We navigate dating introductions to hopefully find someone to share our lives with. We commit to a relationship and try to make it work. We fail. And we find the courage and energy to start over. We all want to be loved. We seek love. We find someone to love. Then what happens next? What a single dad wants in the next relationship. Let's hook up. I mean, wait. Let's go out on a date. Let's look into the challenges of dating as a single parent, or a single dad in my case. To start, we've both got some history under our belt, kids, and some requirements for what's okay and what we simply won't ever do again. Red flags, we like to call them. As we navigate dating again, we quickly realize the rules are very different as a single parent. Our experience gives us some distinct advantages in terms of recognizing what we don't want, and perhaps our unfinished healing might keep us from starting the dating process again. Rules for dating a single dad. I've got two kids and a full-time job, but I'd still like to find time to be with someone. Rule number one. Let's not rush into things. I will admit that getting back out there for me as a man initially was about sex. Today, I think sex can get in the way of learning if you like the person. And if you're going to do more than lay around in bed with this person, you might want to go easy on the seduction moves at first. Get to know if you like talking to as well as looking at your potential partner. I don't have any hard and fast rules on this, but if you slow the drive to the bedroom, you might avoid getting mixed up in something purely physical. It can blur your vision when trying to figure out if you want to hang with this person for the long run. Rule number two, I'm looking for 100% pure. Half of my life is behind me. I have two beautiful kids, and I'm happy with myself, just as I am. I'd like to keep getting fitter, but my joy is genuine. In several previous online dates, I found myself sitting across the table from very attractive, usually younger women, who had nearly nothing in common with me. I could see myself eyeing their bodies and trying to imagine the sex but I stopped myself pretty quickly, even with the fantasizing. It takes a lot to get a second date with me. Today, I'm even getting pretty stingy with first dates. I don't want to date. I don't want nice. I want my next relationship to start out with the potential of going the long distance. I've never been a casual dater. Rule number three. I'm into moms. If my date doesn't have kids, they probably don't have much in common with me. At our age, kids are either a choice you made or one you didn't or couldn't. And nothing against the non-parents in the group, but I'm so wrapped up with my kids that if you don't have that same passion and joy 
we're probably going to have to look for things to have engaging conversations about. If you have kids, we've got an immediate starting point for everything. Trying to talk about your kids with a woman who's not a mom, well, they just don't get it. Rule number four. Let's be clear about this. Games of any kind are an immediate timeout. Passive-aggressive might have worked in some other decade, but as adults, we should have gotten that silliness out of the way. One thing I will tell a first date is, you can ask me anything. In fact, I prefer the hard questions. I'm trying to learn the answers myself. I will always try to answer honestly. And the one relationship I've had since my divorce went right for it. And while we're no longer a relationship, we went through the whole process, getting to know each other, dating, breaking up, without any drama. None. We're still friends. That's how it needs to be. Let's do without all the crazy stuff. Rule five, brutally honest. If it's not a fit on a first date, I'm going to try to let you know as gently and as quickly that it wasn't a fit. I think that initial attraction is something that we can't really control or completely predict, but I also don't think we can do without it. I've created a dog metaphor to help me explain what I'm talking about, and I usually share this concept on the first date. Here it is. Two dogs meet up in the park. Either one, both tails are wagging, two, one tail is wagging, or three, neither tail is wagging. It's as simple as that. I was born with a Boston Terrier's body. I can be several different sizes of Boston Terrier, but if you're into whippets and poodles, we're probably never going to be a match. And there's no accounting for taste. I think some of this is hardwired. Rule number six. The spark is only a start. If the chemistry, the tail wag, is on, there are still a ton of steps along the path before we're in a relationship. We need to have the intellectual compatibility if I'm a reader and you're a reality TV junkie, we might not go the distance. We need to synchronize our schedules over time. Kids, work, all the other stuff we're just remembering we love to do. Have to be. That scheduling time has to be the priority. It may take several months to get in our first four dates, but like I said earlier, we shouldn't be in a hurry. And then we've got all the negotiations about how and when we want to see each other. Let's not start with jumping in bed or looking at vacation calendars for a while, okay? Rule seven, fearless commitment to monogamy. At first, divorce may seem like we've been given the keys to the kingdom of sex again. It's not that easy. If that is what you were looking for, go for it. I won't be in your queue. But if we do decide to sleep together, 
I want you to know that we've just become mutually exclusive. That might be a stretch if you're playing the field or not sure about what you want. It's not difficult for me. By the time we get past first base, I'm letting you know that I am into you. And if you want to go further, we've got to establish some mutual objectives. If we're about to sleep together, I can assure you we've had this conversation. Rule number eight, feel the feelings. Men are often accused of not feeling their feelings. And in fact, feelings can be scary for both men and women. But as we begin navigating our time together, we've got to be able to talk about whatever we're feeling. The beauty of that is feelings include the ability to fully love. So when the opportunity arises, I look forward to being 100% present with my feelings. There might have been a disconnect on those terms in my previous marriage, but I'm a learning individual. I know that I feel deeply and I enjoy being expressive of those feelings. If feelings scare you, that might be something for you to look at. Feelings are the key to compatibility, in my opinion. I look forward to having another opportunity to learn about myself in a relationship at some point. I'm happy and patient right where I am, but I believe by having my priorities clear and articulated, I can do a better job of finding and sorting through the process of finding that next relationship. I wait enthusiastically. This is John Mack for The Whole Parent. Look forward to seeing you out there. Have a good one.